0: I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head. A safe place to hide a hurting heart. A gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. It looks like it's about time for Mr. Storyman's arrival. Mr. Storyman is kind of a magic guy. And he shows up here every night, dressed in a white fedora hat, wearing a bathrobe that says whiz on the left side, and wearing crazy Caribbean bedroom slippers. My Lady Wonder Wench lets him help her get undressed for bed. And I sometimes actually envy him while I'm just sitting here in my big, manly, comfortable black leather poppy chair. Man, I wish I could get my lady wonder wench to think that I'm as interesting and sexy as she admits he is when he takes her back to Once Upon a Time time with his stories. He only stays for about ten minutes most nights. But you know those are the ten minutes just before she goes to sleep. The ten minutes before she starts to dream about Once Upon a Time. And she spends those ten minutes with him I spent a lot of my days trying to compete with Mr. Story Man. In fact, that's one of the main reasons I wrote the stories in my new book, Staying Happy, Healthy, and Hot, which is available at Amazon. Shameless plug. I have to give Mr. Story Man some competition for my lady's attention. As Big Louie always says in the book, paying close attention to each other is one of the sexiest things that a man and woman can do. And they pay... Intense attention to each other when my lady lets Mr. Storyman help her get undressed for bed. You know, stories melt into your mind, stories become part of the power of who you are. Steven Spielberg's a terrific storyteller. The Bible says Christ was too. Winston Churchill, Adolf Hitler, they both used powerful stories to control their people. Power is sexy. Powerful story makes the listener's heart pound and sweat, just like sex. I guess that means stories are sexy, even ones that aren't about sex. What happens to your heart when I tell you this story from my book? It's a true story about a clipping that I found tucked away in some boxes that I hadn't opened for about 20 years. It's just a small, yellowed paper clipping from a Cleveland newspaper dated July 23, 1982. And it says, and I quote, 11-year-old Amy Burnett of Burton, Ohio, placed first in the recent Rainbow Babies and Children's Hospital Art Contest. She received a $5 gift certificate for ice cream. Her design was picked from among 60 entries received and was printed on 74,000 greeting cards to be used to raise money for the hospital. Hasn't this been an exciting day? Amy murmured to her mother after the choice was announced. Amy died an hour later A cystic fibrosis, which she had suffered from since she was three. Hasn't this been an exciting day? How's your heart doing? Dick's Details, a bunch of totally unimportant stuff for you to stuff in one ear so you can squeeze the important stuff that's keeping you awake at night out the other ear, and you can nod off comfortably to sleep. The smart guys in the white lab coats tell us that a bison can jump six feet straight up in the air. Unfortunately for NBA fans, bison seem to be lousy at jump shots. (laughs) We're talking about stories today, so here's one. Once upon a time, one guy bought a case of salmon. Another guy bought a case of cod. The guy who bought the salmon got sick and went to the hospital. Now if you were telling this story, what would the other guy say? <laughs> I'll tell you what I think in a minute. Statisticians tell us that 20% of Minnesota drivers have steered their cars with their legs at least once, which I think may account for the fact that there are so few people still alive in Minnesota. Thomas Edison proposed to his second wife in Morse Code. What if her name was Dot? <laughs> Probably dashed right over. Alright, so once upon a time, one guy bought a case of salmon, another guy bought a case of cod. The guy who bought the salmon got sick and went to the hospital. Now, if I were telling the story, the other guy would say, Wow, well, there, but for the case of cod, go I. All right, Steven Spielberg, I'm not. <laughs> Dick's Details, they take your mind off your mind. little housekeeping here. If you like these podcasts or my spoken word story CDs at DickSummer.com or my book, Staying Happy, Healthy, and Hot, available at Amazon.com, shameless plug. If you like them, would you please tell a couple of friends, because they might like them too. And, of course, you would be doing me a favor. So, thank you very much. Some stories are sexier than others. There's a story about a guy who was famous for chasing skirts all over the world. Then one day, he got to Scotland. And boy, was he surprised. (laughs) Not sexy, right? And there's the one about the girl who always dreamed about being a stay-at-home mom. Until one day, she woke up and realized the kids would be there, too. (laughs) Not too sexy, either. There's a story I heard about a gang of tough New York kids who supplemented their allowances by selling rides to their playmates and their mother's clothes dryer. Not in the least bit sexy. I don't know if this story is sexy or not. Maybe you'll tell me. I didn't mean it to be sexy when I told it, but you know how stories are. Once upon a time, a long, long time ago, said the wonderful wizard of Oz, when Dorothy skipped down the yellow brick road holding the tin man's hand, and Elvis sang of teenage love in beach party movie sand. There was magic in lonely storybook nights. A pretty girl kissed a frog and turned it into a prince. When they fell in love, they loved all night, and in the dawn when they told their story, There were no knowing smiles, no questions asked. They just lived happily ever after. That was a storybook night, of course. Just some once upon a time. Once upon a time, quite a while ago, said the wonderful Wizard of Oz, when Jack slid down the beanstalk with the evil giant's gold, and the Old West was saved by a man with a mask and a heart that was pure and bold. There was real magic in my own lonely nights. I stopped all wars and hunger with a few well-chosen words, and I jumped in a spaceship, smiled for the tube, and blasted off for Mars. Well, I really did save a kid from drowning one summer night, or at least that's how I remember it. It was just once upon a time, of course. Then once upon a time, not so very long ago at all, you made the lonely disappear from my nights with your magic words. You said, call me. Whenever you need me, call any time. It doesn't matter how late. It's never too late. Please. And all of a sudden, I didn't need the wizard's kind of magic anymore. Every time I light the red candle that we stuck in the Chianti bottle, I can see your magic work. Memories flicker in every corner of this room. They're much clearer pictures than the streaky Polaroid I have of you. The one that always starts a jagged slice of Jim Croce music playing in my head because it was taken the night the record player kept repeating the last song on his album. But you were sleeping in my arms, so I memorized the words to It Doesn't Have to Be That Way. And I enjoyed the loving, smiling feel of you all night. We came together not very long ago at all, talking together and touching together learning each other with fingers and feelings. There must have been magic in my fingers. You opened your arms and thoughts and your legs and your feelings for my gentlest touch. I felt my magic fingers slowly spreading your lips and your thighs to soothe my hands in your warm woman cream. And then, laughing and crying, our love came running together in the grass, climbing trees, flying on water skis. Do you know I wouldn't even shake hands with friends after we made love? I couldn't share the personal scent of you on my hands. It would have been like inviting someone to watch us make love. Our magic was strong enough to make the lonely disappear in the night. Ours was the magic of music, the magic of innocence in a baby's eyes. I eagerly traded the wizard's magic of was for our new magic of the always now. The always now. It grabs magic and holds on tight but has no past so it can't remember that magic has always disappeared when it's caught. And there's no future in the always now so it couldn't warn of changes. You said call me whenever you need me, call me any time no matter how late, it's never too late. Please. I need you now but your phone has been busy all night. I need you now. The magic us that you and I made has disappeared. But magic doesn't die even when we can't see it anymore. So please believe I will call you again, even when it's very late. The next time it's once upon a time again. I believe that you will wait. When Dorothy skips down the yellow brick road holding the tin man's hand, and Elvis sings of teenage love in beach party movie sand, Jack slides down the beanstalk with the evil giant's gold. The Old West is saved by a man with a mask in a story that some wizard told. Call me. Call me whenever you need me. It's never too late. I did call again because I needed her. I needed all of her badly. I remember it was very late, but she was there waiting for me. She's never said so, but I think I called just in time for both of us. That story is called The Wizard of Was. It's from the Love and Touch personal audio CD. If you like it, you can just keep this podcast, or if you want a fresh copy, just go back to dicksummer.com. Check out the Love and Touch icon on the home page. You know, this has been one of those distance days for my Lady Wonder wench and me. I think most people have them most days, I guess. She went grocery shopping and she made a great dinner, and in between, she did some house cleaning and She talked to our daughter Chris and her friends VG and Martha on the phone. And she did some needlepoint. I wrote a new commercial for my main client. I packed up uh, the lawn tractor for the season, did some repairs to the lights outside, and and I took out the trash. That's what I mean. It was a distance day for my lady and me. We did stuff for each other, but, but not really with each other. A distance day. I think everybody has them most days probably even Romeo and Juliet, maybe even you. But important, once upon a time treasures get buried and lost in distance days, and that's the reason for this podcast. See, once upon a time treasures shouldn't get buried and lost in distance days. Once upon a time treasures, like that first lean-in-the-car-window kiss we had all those years ago, The first morning that we woke up with our heads on the same pillow. Last time we sang Silent Night with my dad was on his last Christmas Eve. As distance days go flying by, you know, it's easy to forget that eternity is just a a bucket full of distance days. In fact, eternity is actually a, a barrel full of minutes. It's a barrel full of this minute. And that's why I let Mr. Story Man have his way with my lady every night. That's why it's time to drag my butt out of this big, comfortable, manly, black leather papa chair and go and put on my white fedora hat and my crazy Caribbean bedroom slippers and slip into the bathrobe that my lady gave me with the word whiz over there on the left side. Whiz is short for wizard, by the way. tell you about that sometime. After this distance day, it's time for Mr. Storyman to appear as he does every night. Because he is about to spend ten wizardly, magical minutes helping my lady get undressed for bed. He's going to take her back to once upon a time again. Good night.